0: Hey, guys, this is Chad Daniels, and guess what? I'm coming back to Madison, Wisconsin. I'll be at Comedy On State May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I'll also be in Rosemont, Illinois, on the 5th, doing another podcast with a one, Doug Benson Not to brag, but that's real. Ooh! So you can get tickets uh, at my website, chaddaniels.com, backslash tour. Do it.
1: And if you're listening to the show and you've liked it so far, make sure you're subscribing and telling people about it and writing reviews let's just let's let's do the show
0: okay well hello welcome back everybody this is Chad daniels this is my podcast voice It's your radio, boy. Uh, uh, Hi, thanks for joining us. I'm Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Over in the corner is Eric Foster. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I have to tell you guys, so my mother uh, retired, cleaning her home. Cleaning out her entire home.
1: Your mother, who... I, I haven't gotten to say this on the podcast before, but your mother must be. And I, I like how I just continue to detour. Epi- you start a story, and I'm like, "Why don't I say what I have to say about the topic?"
0: Off air, I go, "Hey guys, I want to start with this story. It's so funny. Let's really start the podcast off right." And sighs, "Like, let me let me say something before. Let you- me expunge on your mother.
1: Oh, that's not a great sentence. Jesus I meant. Christ. I don't even know what expunge means. But I meant overly talk. Uh, the point is." Your mother must be one of the most unbelievable people on earth.
0: She's a bad motherfucker. That's true. I mean, my mom, I will tell you this right now. Number one, uh, so far so good uh, in remission from breast cancer. She uh, is rocking her new short white hair. You know, she used to dye her hair all the time and used to be real worried about that. She's rocking it like a badge of honor. Awesome. Kicking some serious ass. Um, My mom, when we were younger... She worked full time at a power company from uh, 8 in the morning until 5 at night. Then during Christmas time, three months leading up to Christmas, she would work uh, three shifts after her normal job, uh, three shifts a week at a grocery store as as a checkout person. And then the other two days, she would pick up shifts as a server at a bar restaurant so she could have enough money to do what she wanted to do for Christmas. It's absurd.
1: And I I know we like to start the podcast uh, funny, but that's the, like, I needed everybody to know that. She's She's, a
0: bad mamma jamma. Now, you listen to this, so you understand she has a big heart. She's She's a loving woman. Yes. Uh, Cleaning her house, okay. she finds these coloring books that my niece and nephews have just basically drawn one line across and then turned the page. And (laughs) one line, right? So my mom sees this woman, um, olive skin, she has uh, six kids and she made it very clear to me that one of the children was never wearing shoes. Okay. And I said, so like a kid?
1: Yeah, what type of not wearing shoes? So as
0: soon as I hear my mother describe that, a woman with olive skin, six kids, one of the kids not wearing shoes, I know that my mom has started to prejudge this situation (laughs) and I can't fucking wait to hear the ending. I was just going to say, olive skin. (laughs) It's so wonderful. (laughs) So she's telling me about it. So she goes, I stacked up the coloring books for these kids. And then, Chad, I found a coloring book in Spanish. And I thought that would be perfect, so she's whatever, right? My mom, again, white hair when it's not combed, it's real poofy, like a dandelion, like, like an old like dandelion. Einstein. Uh, not, not. It's not as long. Okay. So she looks like a Q-tip a little bit. Okay. So she comes. She sees the family coming by, and she runs out because she wants to give it. She wants to give it to these kids because whatever, right? And she runs out, and she goes, oh, "Hola." <laughs> hola, amiga, because she has looked up how to say hi, friend. Hi, lady friend. Hola. And she's now she's panicking, and she's running towards them, and I'm guessing like PJs and a Q-tip head, right? And the woman, my mom describes it so funny, the woman shields her children behind her. (laughs) Like she grabs them and puts them behind and like puts her head down like an elk would to defend against a mountain lion. And the woman finally goes, are you talking to me? And my mom goes, oh no. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. And then of course my mother's like, so, oh, I guess I didn't been racist. And like all this stuff. I go, you're not racist. You just had an idea. You prejudged. But it came from a good place. Your intention wasn't to, like, you know, be an asshole. It was to be nice. But, oh, my God, did I laugh at that story. <laughs> i just picturing her running out in well, just... Well, just any
1: old white lady. It, it has the my favorite comedy trope, which is somebody going, I would like the burritos. Yeah. And then the right. waiter going, yeah, I can say burritos, you idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> oh, shit. When she told me that, I... That ruined dinner. I was like, I have the hiccups, so I can't swallow. I'm going to start
1: with a parent story, too. Do it. Uh, so my dad, uh, who also kind of a Q-tip head. Okay. He, uh, he sent, so he's retired and has no fucking clue what to do with himself. He's, is your dad my mom? Yes. It's, okay. Except he's not accosting uh, people from different wow. backgrounds. Accosting
0: is a... Pretty aggressive word for someone who doesn't know what expunge means. <laughs> what does expunge mean?
1: Keep going, Eric. Could you look up expunge? So I, so my dad, uh, he's he tried to make nice. It's to remove
0: by cleansing. I know. So it's like you expunge your record when you're when you turn 18.
1: So I kind of nailed it. Then I was a kind of correct Not use of the words. Close. Like I'm gonna, expo- I'm gonna expunge who your mom truly is as a person.
0: You, I th- you meant expose. Both. What does your dad do? <laughs>
1: So his most recent thing is he sent me a picture of his bucket list. And to describe <laughs> that a little bit better, he didn't text me like, here's my bucket list. He wrote his bucket list. His bucket list is written on a napkin. And he has paper. I know. My mom has a printer.
0: <laughs> okay. He
1: has paper. His bucket list is written on a napkin, and he took a picture of it with his phone and then sent me that picture. He might as well sent it by a fucking pigeon. This happened at a bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, my dad my dad is very... That's... My dad is very... His life has been very influenced by the television show Cheers. At 5 sure. o'clock, my dad is at the local bar. And it's not because he's going to walk outside, like this, but he likes to go right. talk to all the other dipshits and head home. He wants to walk in and have everybody go, Bruce! Sure. That sort of shit. So it probably did take place there. I don't think it was one session. because it's oh. Different colored pants. Different colored pants. <laughs> So at least he put thought into it. One of them is in blue and then crossed out and in black, so he re- reordered it. <laughs> so it's about uh, it's about eight right now. The list is about eight, but I only okay. want to talk about the first three. Okay. Uh, so number one on my dad's bucket list is learn Mandarin Chinese.
0: Do you know how hard that is? It's the
1: hardest language. Yeah. It's the. Har- I have seen my dad get in a fist fight with a snowblower. There's no wow. fucking way he's going <laughs> to... He's 68 years old. There's no way he's going to master the Earth's toughest life. Let me
0: ask you something. Does he have both his hands? He does. Then maybe he will. If he could beat up a snowblower and <laughs> not lose a hand, Mandarin is doable. He
1: might be surviving.
0: So that, that to me, I was like, that's, that's pretty insane. Because do you know Mandarin? So the, all the different tones... Like, each word has a certain number of tones, and if you get one of them wrong, it means something completely different, right? Really? So, like, so I'm from Fergus Falls, that's how you say it, Fergus Falls, so, and and that means I'm from a town named Fergus Falls, but mm-hmm. if I were to say, and this is Mandarin, right, if I were to say something like, I'm from Fergus Falls, that could mean I want to fucking kill all your children, so you have to be very, very that's careful. That's why it's hard? That's why it's hard. It's, it's, uh, it's, you have to be precise in the tones. Number two on the list. Okay. Let me hold on. Just let me pull
1: up my phone so I word this exactly correctly. <laughs> Number two on the list just says, finally settle things with Dave.
0: Who's Dave?
1: That's a great question, Chad. No. I don't fucking know.
0: I'll, can I tell you who it is? Who? Your mom's first boyfriend.
1: I don't think it is. It has to be, doesn't no, it? Because I've done a little research. I am 34. My mom has been married to my dad for 34 and a half years. And None of us know anyone that he has ever known named Dave. So that means my dad is walking the earth with a a three-and-a-half-decade-old grudge that he's never mentioned.
0: Or an imaginary friend from childhood that broke his Lego castle. (laughs) And now he's finally losing his mind. (laughs) Where he's just like... I just say, God, when he broke the castle, I yelled at him so much, and he never came back. (laughs) i got to find Dave. I
1: I haven't asked him any questions about the list yet, but the number one question is, like, what sort of settle, Bruce? (laughs) Because he didn't specify. Like, if it's a good, like, I'm so sorry, or it's like, I told you I'd find you, you motherfucker.
0: Yeah, I mean, does this settling happen on a front porch or in a cemetery? Did he murder (laughs) Dave?
1: I can tell you where I think
0: Dave probably is. China, hence the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. He goes over to say, like, I'm sorry, but ends up saying, fuck your mother, because he just got it barely wrong. And I'm not, I'm not making fun of the Mandarin accent, Chinese accent, but it would be something like, ding gao guy, instead of ding gao guy. That's how different it can be and mean comp- two different things. Yeah, there's no way he's going to be able to. Ding gao guy doesn't mean anything, by the way. Oh, ding-
1: I'll tell you what. It's actually, it's, g- a male,
0: it's a male bird from Australia. Dingo guy. Dingo
1: guy. Uh, here's number three. Number three on his list is uh,
0: release a country music album. You'll notice I'm not laughing at this one. And why is that? Because I have heard Bruce come back from the bar, from Cheers. He says a quick hello, offers some pizza, then goes into his bedroom and starts playing guitar and doesn't think any of us can hear it, but it is glorious. Oh, he can rip.
1: I can't, I can't sing for shit. My dad is very so this
0: good. One doesn't, this one doesn't surprise
1: me at all, and I'm actually all for it. Can I, can I give you some more information? Please. First and foremost, he goes by the stage name The Unknown Cowboy.
0: Nope. Okay, <laughs> yes, I take everything I just <laughs> said back. <laughs> What the fuck? For
1: ten years, that's his stage name, uh-uh. and he's never performed like on stage by that name. So I don't know what he means. Like if he's got like What's one of those garbage bags <laughs> over his head with a cowboy hat on top. What's
0: Nick Offerman's character on Park and Rec where he is really good at playing uh, the Duke, saxophone? Duke. Something. Yeah, that's so. That's him. <laughs> God damn it. I, Bruce, yeah. come on! Hold man. on. Also, my dad was
1: a biology professor, so no. I don't know what life experience he thinks he has to write. Uh, Mike Cronin, when I told him this story, very funny comic. Mike Cronin goes, "What's he just sitting up there, accidentally writing the Monster Mash?" <laughs> <laughs> I was up in my lab late one night.
0: <laughs> Fucking name, Bruce. That's the Monster Mash. I uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Well, let me let me take what it. What if, what if Dave was the first unknown cowboy? That's he can't actually
1: perform until he's killed Dave, right? Well, let me take it to a third level for you So he used to be on you remember the video game The Sims Yes, so when that was really popular. They had all these online communities and one of them was called Sims stage And it was this place where artists could put their art up like their writing their spoken word their music And then other artists could come on and like critique it and give them help. It's actually kind of a cool idea Okay. So my dad was on this community with all his friends, and he was like working with them and putting songs up as the unknown cowboy. And when my brother Greg and I found that out, we were immediately like, yeah, let's get an account. <laughs> <laughs> You're such pieces of shit. <laughs> so this is like eight years ago. So we get an account, sure. we touted ourselves as the best. Country music author in all of Northeastern Iowa, right? Okay. And we'd befriend my dad and start complimenting him. Earn his trust, obviously. Sure. And then we started coaching him on his songs. And we would tell, we'd give him advice. And we told him, every country music song is either a comedy or a tragedy. And you sing them both the same way.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're the worst son.
1: And so then <laughs> we started sending him our songs, hoping he would record them. And they were always, like, really dark or, like, really funny. And we sent him – I think we sent him probably, like, 12 songs. And he would always interact with us, but he never posted one. But it was still fun to do. We did it for, like, eight months, right? How
0: is my dad the one that left? <laughs> I don't understand that at all.
1: <laughs> so this summer at – uh at, before my brother's wedding,
0: is my heart about to break? Your heart is about to break. <laughs> oh, you son of a
1: bitch! So, at my dad's or at my brother's wedding, my brother is home. My dad asks him to transfer files from his old computer to his new computer. So Greg is doing that. He finds a file that's old music stuff. He goes in and he found three of the songs that your dad had recorded. My dad had recorded three of the songs. Now, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. It gets so much better. So No, worse. No, it gets so much better.
0: Oh, God, so, it has to.
1: Two of them were tragedies. Bummer. Don't care about those. He recorded one of the comedies. And the song is called, He Took a Dog to Prom. <laughs> <laughs> so my, bro- and my dad doesn't know we have this. But my d- brother and I have a recording of my dad opening a song with these words. Well, he took a dog to the prom. Because it's the only one who said yes. He took a dog to the prom, but it sure looked funny in that dress. You (laughs) have a hit on your hands. So all my dad has ever done is tell my brother and I that we're the best thing in his life. That we would never regret having kids. And all we've done is catfish him for a decade and get him to write a song about spoiler alert. A guy losing his virginity to a dog at prom. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a, and the reason, I know this, I know normally we don't tell this long of stories, but it was hard to get through all this without giving you all the information. But I think what we should do is, and we'll figure this out as we go, because I think as we keep doing this show, I think we should give rewards to our listeners for like reviews and downloads and as we hit milestones we should release cool shit. Sure. And we we've, we've kind of talked about that off air. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: I don't <laughs> I don't know what the the milestone is. I don't know what point it is, but if we get to a certain place, our one of the things we'll do is we will release He Took a Dog to
0: Prom. I'm going to make that many email addresses <laughs> to make sure we have those listeners. <laughs> Because I want to hear it right now. Uh, here's an, it, Let's just go on parent stories. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so <laughs> my dad worked at a uh, liquor company and uh, pretty big alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So the stories go. Yeah. So my dad comes home one day, and he's so excited because he has won tickets. The There's the, the Minnesota basketball teams called the Timberwolves, and when they came to town, they didn't even have a place to play. So they played in the Metrodome, which is where, that's not here anymore, but the Vikings played there, and the Twins played there. So you have to understand, this is such a big... 60,000 people. Yeah, right? <laughs> so my dad comes home and he goes, you're not going to believe this, but I won tickets third row courtside for when the Bulls come to town to play the Timberwolves. And this is when Michael... This Jor- is Michael Jordan This Bowls. is insane. Third right? row courtside? Yeah. Wow. So we're so excited, and there was a, a there was a kind of a you know well-to-do family. Dad was a doctor in town. All three uh, kids played uh, basketball, and I remember going into the office to put in my note because I'm like, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to the Timberwolves Bulls game. How old are you at this point? Um, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess seventh eighth grade. Okay. Uh, so, I go into the office, put and then some of the other kids are there, Mm -hmm. some of the the rich kids, right? Yeah. The brothers. And they're turning in the note, and they go, oh, really? You're going too? Where are your seats? Oh, amazing. And I go, oh, they're not that great. They're just third row (laughs) courtside. And they were like, oh, and I go, where are yours? And they go, "Uh, fifth row courtside. But it's like pretty close. And I go, no, 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 I know it's pretty close. It's like (laughs) two rows behind third. I know how to count. And now I'm like cocky as shit, right? Because I used to wear the same... Uh, Guess brand sweatshirt to school probably three days a week because it was the only name brand thing I had, right? (laughs) So this was big time. This is a moment. This is big time. So I go in. I'm all excited. As we're driving down to the game, like three days later, my dad goes, oh, bad news. Turns out they weren't the third row courtside ticket. Now, I did find out later on that what had happened, my dad gambled those tickets away, lost them, and ended up just having to buy tickets. Oh, But when you have to boy. buy tickets to such an event, you don't get great tickets when, you know, because your dad's losing all of the family's money gambling, and he lost these tickets. And so... And what did he tell you happened? Uh, he just said that it turns out there was a miscommunication. It, it wasn't actually third row; it was third tier. Oh, and so my mom—you can see my mom like basically choking down her tears, right? Because she's like this, and she was with, so everybody's with. Fucker did it again. Yep, yeah, my yeah. little sister. There's four tickets. Yeah. So you can tell my mom is like this piece of shit, but she doesn't want to ruin the whole trip, so yeah, she yeah. lets him off the hook. But you can see her fuming and and like choking down tears. So we're driving to this game, and we get there. And so we go all the way up to the third tier. But then I hear my mom go, where are the seats? Like, through her teeth. And my dad goes like, uh, QQ. And I hear this kid start laughing. And I go, we're like at A, right? Yeah. And I go, QQ. And I look down after A, thinking it'd be AA. It isn't. It's <laughs> B. So you have to get A to Z, then AA to QQ. We're walking, right? We're like, it's getting dizzying as we're going. (laughs) And so I'm waiting for like a Sherpa to help carry our food. (laughs) We get up there and it's like our back is almost against the dome. Our backrest is like the metal that holds the whole roof on. Yeah, yeah. And so we're wa- you can't even see the game. I was gonna say, and it's, it's there
1: can't be that many people there. You have to be a long ways away from people. Nope. Almost
0: this place is packed because it's Jordan. Oh my, it was gosh. unbelievable. Right? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So we're looking down, and my mom's so mad, and these poor two guys in front of us kept swearing, <sighs> and my mom finally goes, "I have two children behind you. I'd appreciate it if you could watch your mouth." And then the guy goes, "Whatever." Turns around, says "fuck" again. My mom grabbed their shoulders like she grabbed mine. She used to grab mine, leaned in between them, said some shit. I saw the colors I call color leave their faces, and they sat there still. Two grown men <laughs> sat there and did not move the rest of the game. And I was like, Oh shit. She will not tell me what she said. I asked still her today. Al- almost every year I ask her. She goes, I can't remember. And then she like little shine hits Winks her eyes a bit. Like, Asshole. <laughs> so Here's where it gets interesting. Okay. I go to school the next day, and the, the two brothers are like, oh, we looked all around. We didn't see you. And I was like, wow. I was there. I had a poster of Jordan dunking, right? So I went, and I, got, I took some uh, money out of my lunchbox that I was saving for a new skateboard, and I went, and I bought a disposable camera. And I took a picture of this poster like it was from the seats. Oh, no, Chad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, you're in seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. No, I know. And I'm You're tr- so smart now. I'm yeah. trying to, like, <laughs> look at it and figure it out. And I get all these pictures back, and there's a big flash mark on the poster, a big light mark. And it's, like, the saddest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it is the saddest thing in the world to have done that just like I'll show these guys 32 pictures of Flashmark <laughs> posters. <laughs> <On a> poster. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the guy a lunatic. Developing the photos. Oh yeah, he had to have been like, what <laughs> the fuck? This kid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's before they had like all the letters that you gave kids at the doctor's office. This kid's got WPDX <laughs> or whatever. My gosh, if we,
1: <laughs> dude, if we ever find your, do you still have those pictures? I Maybe, I'm if not you're, sure. Because if we find
0: your dad, I'm giving them to him. <laughs> also, I will tell you this. I, I left this part out because I thought it was sad enough that I took pictures of the poster. <laughs> Did you sign them? But once I got the pictures back and realized they were all ruined with the flat, I signed my baseball. I practiced for like a week the Michael Jordan autograph off of uh, his card. Yep. And then, uh, and then I signed my basketball. Oh, amazing. Michael Jordan. Uh, tell me
1: about, uh, let's, let's, let's slide out of parents. That's T- fair. Tell me about your last show, because it's you started to tell me, and then I'm making you tell me on uh, air. Oh, okay, that's, that's fine.
0: So I, I read an article that said, um, this is why you can't always trust the internet, because I read an article that said soldiers, you, you're, first of all, you're, when you're at war, and I know we're really shifting here, but you're not allowed to... Parents to war, let's do it. You're not allowed to, well, actually, shit, my parents to war, not that big of a stretch. My mom used to say, hey, Chad, can you tell your dad to stop slurping his soup? And I was like, this dad? Because he was right next to me. I was like, you want me to tell this dad, the one that heard you? Because he's fucking actually closer to you? This one. Please tell him to stop slurping his suit. Chad, tell your mother that I will slurp the goddamn soup if I want to because I bought the goddamn soup. The mom right here. You guys are next to each other. You have to look away from each other to tell me to do this. It's like a satellite What has to go up to the... It's like texting someone in the same room. The text has to go up to a satellite and back down to them when you could just tell them. I thought That, that only happened in sitcoms. No. God, no. That's what it felt like. And uh, then my dad threw the bowl of soup against the wall. Oh, power bowl move. shatters. <laughs> soup is everywhere. And I go, I should tell both of you, I'm not cleaning up that soup. <laughs> Before you have any ideas of telling me what to do, I'm not cleaning up that soup. <laughs> That's a real conversation that happens. So, parents to war. Parents in my to mind, war. Not that big of a stretch. So, I'm talking about the war, and I'm, I'm talking about. Um, How masturbation? If you don't, if a guy doesn't come, yeah, he is like a walking bowl of death, (laughs) right? Like for three weeks, like if he gets close and doesn't come, or he just doesn't have any sex, doesn't have like doesn't release in any way, even masturbation. Then they they say like, oh, it makes your brain more creative, like on how to kill people.
1: That's, well, that's what... There's an athlete that, that came out a little while back, Cam Newton, where he
0: was like, I'm no sex for a month to make my mind stronger. What are you talking about? But here's the thing. I read, I read an article that said about three weeks into a soldier being overseas, if they don't release anything, they start having nocturnal emissions or wet dreams. And I'm saying in that situation, you can't do that because you're with other soldiers that if they see a splooge mark on your, on your panties... They're gonna be like oh, who was she was she you know whatever and then there's gonna be fighting within the military and that's not good for morale so I'm bringing that up go ahead I have uh, two questions yes
1: one is there something when in the article was there something specifically about soldiers was it something about well the yes environment? It was because
0: because not the environment but because they're not allowed to look at porn on computers because they're like government computers or some shit yeah and so I said so I made the leap where I said, I, in my head, I think, no porn, no jerking off. And so I say that on stage, and this guy goes, uh, not a heckler, but wanted you to know that not true. Because in Iraq, we had what we called a jack shack. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I don't ever drop the mic because I say something so amazing or this is the end of the show I couldn't hold on to the microphone because I had lost strength in my arms because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> he just goes jack-jack. And I go, like the latrine, he goes, nope, separate. It's just a literally, that's the only thing you do in there. And so then this guy is stage right, and somebody else who had already told me he was in the Army goes, true in Afghanistan. And I was like, this is, oh he goes, we had one in Afghanistan, too, and I go, fuck you, one. <laughs> there are hundreds of these things in every country. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. I mean, you used to have to dig the latrine as the worst punishment in the military, right? Yeah. Imagine cleaning the jack shack. Oh. No way.
1: Um, I, I have just a ton of questions.
0: I'm ready, and I don't know if I'll be able to answer them, but I'll try my best. And ones.
1: I'm going to be all over the place here. Sure. Uh, One, I th- I'm, I'm stuck on the wet dream part, but even though that didn't end up being true,
0: here's a... No, sh- the wet dream part is true. Okay. So the wet dream... So if you don't release... And is it something like... If, if once you're a grown man and you've started ejaculating, if you don't ejaculate within, like, three weeks, your body gets rid of it to get out, like... It's almost like rotating shelves in the grocery store. So here's... This is... Jenna's going to be so mad at me. Uh, this is how
1: I know that. Because I, with my back issues... uh. I had, I've gone through a long period when my back issues first started where we couldn't have sex because it was too hard. Oh, she's on not my... gonna
0: be mad at you. She already is. She's mad at me, yeah. For a,
1: a, a myriad of reasons, just within this one example. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get to have sex for a large period of time. And I was like, Is your tongue broken? <laughs> is your tongue hurt? Is inter- your tongue connected to your back? Intercourse. Inter- and your tongue is, con- everything's connected to your back. Shut the fuck? This out. isn't about my performance in the bedroom. There you go. It's always, you're always trying to push me towards oral. And I'm fine with oral, but quit
0: bullying me. It's not about that. That's not about oral or anything or bullying. This is about you thinking everything's about your fucking back. So so
1: I hadn't put my pee in there for a while and sure. I did, as an adult man, I started having wet dreams. Yeah. And I didn't I like the first one I, I went to a doctor for it because I thought you shouldn't have those when you're thirty two years old. And that was the worst doctor's visit. Oh, oh I oh, bet. Oh, it was awful. So, I do believe that, but I didn't know. It wasn't like timed out specifically at three weeks. So, I didn't know if there was something about Iraq and the climate that I'm or not, that the I'm not stress sure. of war. They just
0: said three weeks. I will also tell you that I took magnesium because I was having trouble sleeping. And that's like a relaxant and it really knocks you out. And I had a dream. I was doing it with a girl mm-hmm. and couldn't finish and was like, what's going on? What's going on? Well, that was just my brain telling my body not to pee because I actually just had to pee real bad and then, then my brain stopped telling my body that and I <laughs> peed in the bed a little bit. That's true. How old were you? I woke this was less than 6 months ago. <laughs> and I I I woke up and I was like am I am I so fat that I sweat when I sleep? Nope, wet panty band because it was, it was had urine on it. Oh.
1: Well, now we've both revealed something about ourselves. This is
0: going to have to be we, re- we reveal.
1: So, where's the... I, and now, now I just have a masturbation question. Where's the weirdest place that you've jerked off in?
0: I have a 15-year-old daughter that may listen to this, so I'm going to pass on that question. <laughs> I knew you were going to do Well, I just... There's no way I'm answering that question. That's a fair. That's fair. Well, then maybe we should just... See, uh, that is the weird thing. So, I I haven't lied for three years. Yeah. And, uh, and when I... If people find out that they just start asking me the most sick shit, right? Yeah, they're like, "Oh, what about this? What about this?" And I go, Well, hold on! Telling the truth doesn't mean I have to answer your questions." You know that I'm not like a tell-all situation. You can just say I don't want I, to answer, right? And I know that's not what you were doing there. Yeah, my
1: my job is to write questions about the things that you
0: put in the document, and you put guys jerking off <laughs> in Iraq to yeah, not—that's true. And you wrote some questions, and I thought I thought that was nice, and uh, you know. Um, well you know remember that machine where he makes a wish on big (laughs) yeah the Zoltan yeah Uh, right behind one of those (laughs) 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 just to answer your question
1: my dad and your daughter can't listen to this episode
0: yeah that's fair that's all this one is but uh, right behind one of those machines because I thought well if it made a kid (laughs) turn into Tom Hanks let's see what it does with this dick (laughs)
1: Um, the only other thing I want to talk about yep. before we end this episode is something that you messages Cause what we do sometimes is like, before we come in, we'll be like, Hey, I want to talk about this thing, but we won't let us know. It's usually just a sentence. Sure. So one of the sentence, uh, you sent to me just said, Olivia thought I was gay for a
0: year. <laughs> for a whole year. <laughs> Olivia is my daughter. Yes. Uh, so sometimes when like I can't get to the gym or whatever, I try to so I try to sweat for an hour a day. Yes, that's, except Sundays. And so sometimes I'll have to have my daughter come upstairs. I've I've turned my whole attic into a master bedroom. Okay. And so she'll come up there. That's where the biggest TV is in the house, anyways. She'll sit on like I have a separate day bed by one of the windows. Okay. Uh, for like reading, mm-hmm. you know, and she comes up there. And uh, she gets to pick the show, right? And so she picked Queer Eye on Netflix. So we're watching Queer Eye, and we're going through it, and then I'm on the elliptical machine, and she goes, uh, hey, can I tell you something? And I go, of course. And she goes, I thought you were gay for a year. (laughs) And I said, I said, well, what do you mean? And she goes, well, when you and mom got divorced, I really thought it was because you were gay. (laughs) And I go, well, why did you think that? And she goes, I guess I don't really know. I mean, you're just like uh... she calls me Mom Dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's the funniest. Like I, that's that's amazing. She calls me Mom Dad because I'm just I'm a very crafty person. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know if I've ever told this on here before, but like I didn't have anywhere for my spices, and they were taking up a drawer, and I don't like to go dig in a drawer and find everything. So what I did is I put them in these little. Uh, canning jars, little tiny canning jars about the size of a baby food jar. And then I, I glued magnets to the bottom of my cupboards. And so basically all my spices are in jars and they stick up from the bottom. So all I have to do is take it off a magnet, add a little spice, put it back on the magnet. Ah. Uh, and it adds a bunch of different color underneath. Yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I didn't no, need to go good. that far. Yeah. But anyway, Very so Martha I do Stewart. stuff like that and she goes... And you wonder why I call you a mom dad? I mean, so that's that's yeah. what goes on in my house. So she thought I was gay and the reason I got divorced <laughs> for a whole year. She was just hanging out like, huh, eh, my dad's gay now. <laughs> but not discussing him. Never you. asking. You know, while I'm thumbing through an HGTV magazine, just trying <laughs> to find she, I just the loved- color of the year for my, my walls. <laughs> and she's like, Okay. Well, I,
1: I mean, it's what society has done is it's linked any sort of... You and I are both, I think, kind, sensitive right. people who, you know, behave in a way that we're not, we're not macho. We, like, we're, we're comfortable being men, but we're not... I hate that asshole macho stuff. We talk about that yeah, on like and that. off this show. Right. But so I like the idea that knowing that about you is... It's just not just that she thought you were gay for a year. It's that she was
0: probably just constantly collecting evidence. Oh, I guarantee it. I absolutely guarantee it. I dance when I cook. That's real. And I'm not good at it, but I have wood floors in my kitchen, and I slide like a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, and none of these things point are, to homosexuality, being gay. right? But if you're a 15 year old girl, it's, it's yeah, it's not like you're born as a guy and you go, well, I can't fuck another man unless I look at this HGTV magazine. Yeah. That's not how it works. No, but I think that there's so many things in society, especially yeah. in a small town, if we're being honest. Oh yeah, for sure. You know where, like, she goes to a lot. She not a lot of funerals, but she's been to funerals and seen grown men just not crying. Because yeah. it's whatever, yeah. even though they're so sad. Yeah. And then they just go home and punch walls and or punch <laughs> holes in walls. I mean, yeah. that's like, that's how that's crazy. Yeah. So she sees that stuff. So she, anything that I do, like I, uh, I made my son. Uh, he used to love Legos, and so I, I made his name out of Legos and put it up on the wall by his pictures. Like right. And uh, he had a friend come over and goes, "Who did that?" <laughs> and my son was like, "My dad." And he goes, "Oh, I thought a mom did it." <laughs> which is the biggest compliment yeah ever yeah right so yeah but my, my sister or excuse me my daughter did man maybe my sister but my daughter thought i was gay for a whole year
1: i like that everybody thought it and that just she was the one who finally <laughs> brought it up there's to you. probably a chat room there's way worse reasons because i've had people i there's two members also
0: i fucked a guy <laughs> Maybe that, I should have started with that.
1: <laughs> also, just as a heads up for our producer, Eric, who doesn't uh, know the ins and outs of both of our lives, Chad refers to sliding on wood floors as that's his code yes. word. yeah yes. um yeah, no, I have there's two members of my family whose names I'm not going to use who think that the reason Jenna and I have yet to be married is she's not actually my partner, and she's my beard. That's a sure. that's a working theory that they've discussed. With other members of my family, I think I,
0: it goes outside your family because I've had that same conversation. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You've invited people to your wedding, and a, several people have contacted me through text message, wondering if they should get travel insurance on their plane ticket.
1: No, that's a that's a fiction. <laughs> that's, that's not. That's not. That's not real. At least three. That, no, you're doing a bit right now. I'm not doing a bit. No, but here's the thing. At but, least three. But here's the thing. You don't lie. Are you doing a bit right now?
0: No. What? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? But not that you're gay. Yeah. Just that your back won't hold up.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's different then.
0: But I keep telling them it has nothing to do with your back.
1: Is one of them Dave Huntsberger?
0: <laughs> I choose not to answer that question.
1: <laughs> I told them I'm getting married. I have no choice. I don't care if they, if I have to like hobble up there and st- it's it's
0: cast in stone. We're getting married in theory. What would be incredible? <laughs> Is if every single person in the wedding party was in a wheelchair? <laughs>
1: <laughs> My back's not that bad.
0: Well, I'm just saying it's like just a so long get, d-
1: it's a long day, so I get to look better than them.
0: It's a long day. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I think we can. I think I'm done. I have to go. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm done with the show, and I think you have to. I'm so busy right now. I don't know. I'm just totally busy. I actually have to leave. Okay. Hey, should we end the show with telling each other we love each other? No. All right. I love you.